I'm Alexander Larson, a risk manager. I met Mikhailo on a training course I was running in Bahrain and we really hit it off. His background was fascinating, having worked in Italy, Czech Republic and the Ukraine, especially during a time of turmoil in Ukraine. We had a great discussion about Ukraine and his home city of Kiev. He really spoke with passion about it. Something that amazed me was the fact that he was a chief risk officer at the age of 26. So you can imagine the kind of experiences he shares. This is Risk Managers Getting Coffee. So we're in Bahrain at the moment and um, we're sitting with the sea behind us, quite a nice view. We've been at this hotel for what, three, three days? Three days. Right. Three days. And uh, the whole view all around the hotel is just, it's pretty impressive, isn't it? Absolutely. It's like fantastic. Yeah. And we were doing some training and, and on the top floor and again the views are just, you see the whole city and everything. But anyway, um, I thought I would take this opportunity to talk to you. You have a really interesting background and it's not often I meet somebody from the Ukraine that's in a risk management position. So if you want to just introduce yourself and, and then we can start talking. Uh, hello Alexander, hello everyone. My name is Mikhail Roshkovsky. I'm a chief risk officer at the largest Ukrainian oil and gas company that is called Naftogaz of Ukraine. And now enhancing my knowledge, my experience in like uh, developing my professional skills, I decided to join the course that is delivered by Alexander, the risk management at oil and gas. Great. And do you want to uh, explain a bit, firstly, how did you first get into risk management? Now, well, what's your background first? Before okay. you even got into risk management, what's, what's your background? Uh, well. I have a business background, so I graduated from the Kiev National University, uh, got my BA and MA in international business. Okay. And afterwards, uh, bear in mind that if you want to build up a career in international business, you must get international. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I decided to continue my education, so I went to, to Italy. Wow, nice. To Italy, uh, after a few years of professional experience, I went to Italy for my MBA course. And uh, Generale is one of the companies that support the school, mm -hmm. they provide an internship. Uh, I got an invitation to pass uh, internship in Prague. Excellent. So I went from Italy wow. to Prague, and I got uh, also uh, an offer. I yeah. offered to continue working at Generali in Prague as the financial risk underwriter. So this was like the, I would say the first step the, towards the introduction to risk sort of, based. Sort of, yeah, because I was I started my professional career in insurance. Uh, then I took a decision to come back to Kiev mm -hmm. and join Allianz. Okay. This is the uh, German global insurance. So group. how long were you in Prague for? In Prague, it was almost three years. Wow. Coming back to, uh, to hometown, to Allianz. Uh, yeah, yeah. That actually was the final shift uh, of my career towards risk management. So uh, at that time, there was a turbulent period yeah. in Kiev, turbulent period in Ukraine. And Can you expand on that? Uh, definitely. Uh, it was the year 2013. Right. Uh, we had a significant geopolitical shift uh, from uh, the pro-European direction yeah. 
back to the, um, let's say, former Soviet Russian direction. Most of the population was absolutely not happy with that. Okay. There were a lot of initiatives, a lot of steps taken towards uh, integration into the European Union with all the values and the standards and the rules. Sure. And uh, once the that time government and the president uh, refused to sign an agreement with the European Union. Okay, so, so they prepared it, they were ready to go, but they didn't yeah, follow through. At one point, they just said no. Okay. Um, Already you can find few books uh, with the guys who participated in this process. It's interesting to read. It's like modern history that was going on uh, next to you. Yeah. And yeah, that was the period when I came back. I did not expect this, frankly speaking. So yeah, that, uh, I came back when we were just about to sign this agreement. Oh, and expecting everything will go through. Right. And you're going to go to a country and you're going to be in the European Union and... Wow. That was an important uh, step for myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy that at that moment I was there. Okay. So this is the, the best way to study risk management, to study mm. crisis management straight away. Yeah. It's not like uh, artificial conditions you may have somewhere elsewhere. It's the just going... Uh, Outside of your office, the risk management is going there. Right. The risks are emerging quickly. You need to react quickly. You do not have time to study, to uh, like, okay, we'll take time. We need to discuss it more. You need to act, act, act. Yeah. And that was definitely a great school, risk management school already for us. Yeah. And once we started developing, started growing, started cooperation, I took over the place of the chief risk officer uh, of Alliance Ukraine. Yeah. How old were you at that point? Uh, it was year 2014, uh, 27 like this. 26, 27 and yeah. chief risk officer. Yeah, like this. That, I, think, I think that's a record for, I don't think I've ever met a chief risk <laughs> officer. Never mind that. I don't think I've ever met like anyone more senior than uh, like a risk manager mm -hmm. at that age. So that's impressive. <laughs> and, uh, but, it, but but you've been able to show value. Right. I think that this you, they wouldn't give you that role if they didn't see. Okay, you've added value and you've proven value. So what does risk management look like in Ukraine now? Well, the risk management definitely is the young young function. It's not that young. Uh, oh, in Europe, it's already not that young. Because we started definitely from the financial sector. Mm -hmm. uh, and now most of the risk And you include yourself in that financial sector. Yeah, yeah. by financial sector, I mean banks yeah. and insurance companies. Yeah. Uh, in 2014, uh, there appeared uh, a new regulation uh, requirement mm -hmm. that every single insurance company must have a risk manager, risk management function. Okay. Yeah, there was a requirement. But there also uh, a demand was rising, not only in the financial sector, also in the telecommunication, right. okay. in the oil and gas, in the energy sector. Uh, I was witnessing that the demand for risk manager was actually uh, running ahead of the supply. Interesting. In so, looking at it now, uh, are there a lot of risk managers in Ukraine? Uh, 
we should look separately on different industries. Okay. If we look on the financial sector, namely banking, yeah, uh, there are sufficient num uh, number of um, risk managers. Take out the banking sector and the financial sector and focus much more on the, the you know, the, like the ERM type function, uh, someone in your position. Um, are we finding, uh, what, what's that looking like in terms of the amount of risk managers that are out there in, in Ukraine? Uh, there are two drivers. Yeah. Uh, even three, I would say. Uh, the first driver is related to our cooperation with the international organizations. Right. We have obligations towards IMF and all other donors okay, that yeah. require for the large state enterprises. They must implement the risk management and it uh, refers to my company. It refers to the uh, state uh, postal service. Interesting. Um, the second driver is uh, the companies that, internet, uh, local companies, the big companies, energy, yeah. who are going to become international. Who are already international, they, yeah. they are going to the uh, international standards. Yeah. Are there a lot of risk managers in businesses? Or are there, is there a large risk management community? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet if we compare to the neighbor economies. Yeah. So I've never been to Ukraine. Ukraine. So now you know uh, a good friend. And you yeah. have a good friend in Ukraine, exactly. so you're absolutely welcome. Brilliant. Tell me a little bit about Ukraine. I'm from Kiev, okay. capital city. I was born in Kiev. This is my native city. I love it a lot. Uh, I can. You will not have enough of tape uh, <laughs> on the camera. So if I start telling, the... I've got a plane to catch. So and yeah, plane, we'll so keep yeah. that question for another time. Uh, we're a very interesting country. Uh, we're at the same time a young nation mm -hmm. and an older nation. Because we have a very, very long history. Yeah. But the independent state is like 30 years old. Uh, well, as the largest European state, in fact. Yeah. Largest state, we have. Uh, you say largest in terms of? Territory. Territory. Population? No. Yeah. Uh, the recent four years uh, were difficult in respect of territory. Right. We had an open conflict with Russia. Yeah. Uh, it's still there. Mm -hmm. It's not yet solved. It's difficult. You must be patient to solve mm -hmm. it. Uh, we managed to revert the downturn of the economy. In yeah. 2014-15, there was going downwards, downwards. There was a shift in 2016. So we managed to stop. Tell me what Ukraine looks like. That's an interesting question, and what to start from? Well, Ukraine is people. Yeah. It's a large GDP. Yeah. We have a large GDP, and uh, yeah, when um, you mentioned the the fire in the ice <laughs> that I have, and I think this this was the driver. Uh, I don't think. I'm sure this was the driver, the main driver, why I joined Naftogaz. So I wanted to become a part of this improvement. Change and improvement and yeah. So yeah. we have a huge agriculture, agricultural uh, industry. It's very big. We lost our steel and coal production compared to what we had. Yeah. Still we are able to do it. Uh, we are the main gas transit uh, 
party in Europe right. of the Russian gas toward, uh, to the EU. This is one of the uh, questions on our table yeah. for Naftagaz in particular and for Ukraine in general. And yeah, IT. We have a lot of good IT specialists. Right. And I know a lot of uh, guys, they got offers to go states, um, to states, to uh, EU, uh, to the Emirates. Yeah. So the guys are going, and we have new, 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 new. And we have right. a so lot of companies, international, coming to Ukraine. They establish a company who serve uh, the businesses throughout the world. Wow. And we have very strong IT bases. And this is one of the drivers now, the new drivers. Because we have a traditional drivers, this is gas transit, yep. uh, steel, and now we have relatively new drivers, that is IT and agriculture. Uh, we are somehow developing the um, traveling infrastructure. Okay. So uh, traveling internally, uh, internally and also international. So to you link, can, uh, yeah, people coming to Ukraine, uh, the foreigners. Uh, we hosted the uh, final of the Champions League uh, yes, in right. uh, in May. That was something fantastic. Yeah, and we have uh, certain. Oh, by the way, a new. Uh, let's say traveling attraction uh, this is our ski resort we talked with the guys uh, during our course mm -hmm. uh, from Switzerland from France oh, yeah, do, course, do, yeah. do, do you ski in Ukraine? Oh, absolutely uh, we have a resort uh, in the western Ukraine in the Carpathians mm -hmm. it is very very modern and I know people from Poland Hungary Romania yeah. Slovakia even yeah. coming to uh, to Ukraine for skiing for skiing weekends because the facility is very good mm -hmm. what would you like to see change with risk management or improve with regards to risk management? Um, I think we discussed it during our course and uh, this is the problem we need to uh, solve. Turn from the top, we call it. Yeah. Turn from the top. So when the top management, the board, they know about risk management, mm -hmm. they know how it works and they want to use it and they know how to use it so yes we can build the most fanciest the most efficient system if it's not used mm -hmm. it's worth nothing yeah and i think this is uh at least for myself one of the main challenges that we have excellent how do you overcome this challenge uh, just before the course, we had a meeting with our board members and we discussed it. Mm -hmm. We discussed how we can use it, uh, how we can interact and integrate the risk management into uh, daily operations yeah. and to have a more added value. So for you, uh, it's communication with top management and asking them what they want to see. Right. This is what we're doing and you've seen the data, you've seen what we're producing, what do you want to do with this? Yeah. And what do you want to see more of? How can we make it more valuable for you? Uh, you're absolutely right, and uh, we, I will quote one of our top managers during this meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, with, with this manager, we have a high level of interaction. We're working a lot together, and he said, 
he knows how we are working. He knows uh, our tools, our results, our system. And he said in the end, okay, here is our CEO. Here is his system. Go and use it. I am using and I encourage you to use it. Excellent. So you talked a lot about interaction with the top. Yeah. How did you get that interaction in the first place? On one hand, uh, thanks to our internal documents, uh, this specific feature of our company. If it is written in a document, mm -hmm. this is your sword and shield. Yeah, we, we succeeded. Like yeah. going every single day, okay, we do. A lot of nerves go for it. That's... So in your yeah. opinion, risk managers need to just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going until you manage to penetrate that shield, so you can get through to top management and show the value. Yeah, I think this is uh, for the young risk management markets, this is the only way. Because if you don't push, you're just uh, filling out the spreadsheet and put it on the shelf. Yeah, so exactly. Just, uh, and, then, and then it will never go anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, because you came to, the ba to Bahrain and it's your first time in the Middle East, right. you're saying. And again, in the course, you met a local who has now taken you out and given you the this grand tour. Great. You yeah. want to expand a little bit on that? Because oh, th that was amazing. This is the first time I have such an um, uh, experience. Yeah. Because when you travel to Europe, okay, you meet some guy, uh, your friend, uh, your acquaintance, you have a coffee, maybe you take a walk to Eiffel Tower, you yeah. take some pictures, okay, shaking hands, goodbye. Here, uh, during the first day, I, I was neighboring to uh, a local guy, yeah. Abdul Rahim, if you, if you watch it, that was great. <laughs> uh, he said, okay, uh, I, uh, after the course, uh, if you have a free evening, uh, we can go out, I'll show you some places. We, I also uh, invited our friends from uh, Dubai slash Switzerland slash France. France yeah. <laughs> Uh, to join us, we said, okay, let's, we have free evening. And uh, Abdul Rahim, he came by car, he picked us up at the hotel. He drove us to the market, he showed the original Bahrain culture, the market, how people uh, like inter uh, talk to each other, how, how they behave in yeah. the natural environment, I would say. Uh, we went to the traditional um, sweet shop and it was absolutely delicious. Yeah. Uh, we tasted all the stuff. Okay, now I'm hosting you. This is my present for you. And myself, uh, the guys were a bit shocked. Mm -hmm. we, didn't, uh, we are not used to it. We're, like, uh, we're going to take pictures. And yeah, now yeah, yeah. You're um, like, uh, going with us to all the places, uh, giving us presents. Like, <laughs> you know, this is something absolutely. Uh, Unique for the Europeans, I would yeah. say. Either you know a person very, very uh, close. Yeah. But this was a desire from uh, from Abdul Rahim to show how Bahrain looks like, how it yeah. welcomes the guests, and it was fantastic. And we had a dinner in a very, very not a tourist place, not yeah. at a hotel, but in a very uh, let's say local place. Yes. You will never go there by your own because uh -huh. you don't know about it. Of course, it doesn't look fancy. Yeah, the tourists come. Oh, it doesn't look fancy. No, yeah, I don't yeah, go exactly. There. Next, there is a fancy restaurant. Yeah, exactly. With all the lights, and we go there, and the, the dinner, the food was like 
absolutely delicious and we were 110% full and after all this uh, discussion we talked, we exchanged ideas, um, we talked about Bahrain, he talked about the history of the region, history of Bahrain and then he drove us back to the hotel, okay, see you tomorrow at the classes. And we were like, oh, with our packets, uh, with presents, staying <laughs> with the guys. And we were a bit confused. We did not expect it uh, at no, all. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. And again, that all the effort to get here, and you get to do that. I mean, you'd, yeah. you probably don't get the chance, even if you came on holiday, to look at it. You Absolutely. Know? So, so it's great. I'll go to a few places. I'll see, okay, take pictures. Yeah. I'll check the map. Oh, here, one, two, three. Yeah, excellent. Pleasure, absolute pleasure. pleasure. I really enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. And hopefully, people yeah. found that interesting. Um, we got a little bit of uh, mm -hmm. interesting perspective on uh, Ukraine, some of the challenges that it's faced, uh, how you got into risk, and some of the challenges that you saw firsthand that has helped you grow. A little bit about Bahrain as well. Oh, definitely. And. Uh, yeah, I, I just, again, I want to thank you. It's been a pleasure. And hopefully I will take a trip to Ukraine one of these days and we can catch up again. Absolutely. I'm waiting for you. Thank Excellent. You. Thanks again. Thank you. This is Risk Managers Getting Coffee.